You're listening to Freedom Train. Freedom Online.com. One, two, three, four. Let me. Wait. <laughs> you. you you're just old. That's all I know. You're just old. And you're fat. You know it, too, don't you? You know it. You're just fat and old. Hit me. Yes. Yes. That's right, yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Prince Podcast on FreedomTrainOnline.com. We are back with another show. Today's topic is Prince and the Internet. We're going to talk about Prince websites, uh, fan sites, you know, what's the impact that the Internet has had on Prince, and just all that good stuff, and get our opinions and, uh, you know, viewpoints on those types of things. So before we go any further, I want to introduce our roundtable of guests and hosts and specialists. And we're going to start off with Mr. Big Sexy and Sack. How are you, sir? I am fantastic. Raider, go. It has been a minute. That's the forum. We've got together. So let's, uh, let's do our thing. All right. Next up, we have Day Dropping. How are you, sir? I am doing well. Just trying to keep as fresh as possible in Southern California. Oh, okay. Is it hot over there? It is about 111 out right now. Whoa. Damn. (laughs) That's crazy. All right. And last but not least, Mr. Podcaster Extraordinary himself, Flavor Foundation Radio, Big Ken. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm just cool. Uh-oh. He's already Hollywood. I'm just cool. I'm just cool. I mean, what you want me to say, bro? Yeah. All right. And, of course, my name is Michael Dean. So let's get into it. We're not going to dilly-dally too much at the beginning here. Prince and the Internet. So I want to start this conversation off with um, getting people's, like, what was the first introduction to Prince Online, whether it was you found the website or I don't you know whatever it was, and I'm going to tell my story, but I'm not going to go first. But I want to start with Day Dropping, man. What what brought you to I guess find Prince Online on the internet? You know, um, I was thinking about this. You know, you, you, right before we started, you brought this up, and I was trying to remember the name of the uh, uh, service. It, this was back when I was going to uh, junior college, and um, we didn't have much in the way of the internet. But we had uh, this other deal where you can go in and look at old periodicals and stuff and search from that way. I don't forgot the name of the service now, but uh, and I'd go in there looking up stuff. You know. For, for school and then when I had some free time I'd go in there looking up stuff for prints uh, so in a way it was kind of like an online type of search it wasn't directly internet related but then soon after that you know I I got wind of uh, actual computer online stuff and um, was able to try to find some things here and there but primarily it was looking things up on uh, like through America online type of stuff a long time ago yeah yeah, all right. Do you remember like what year that might have been? That this would have been right around oh, 93, 
94? Okay. Somewhere on there. All right. Uh, Big Ken, same question. Man, I'm trying to think of the site, man. <clears throat> I think I started trying to mess around with the Prince online experience back in, man, was it 90? Six or ninety-seven. It was. It might have been love for one another. Dot com. What was the site that he had before that? Didn't he have one more before that? Uh, I think the first one was the Dawn. The, the Dawn, I think, was the first the one. Dawn, it might have been the Dawn of love. I, it might have been that one of love for one another. But yeah, I kind of stumbled across that the first time, and you know, I thought it was cool. Albeit, I thought that the, the design of the site, which we'll probably get into a little bit later, the design of the site was just, just, just insanely crazy. You know, with all the heavy graphics and stuff at the time and you know the computers back in that in those days weren't they weren't that powerful as they are now dial up (laughs) you on dial up yeah yeah, it took forever you know for the pages to load so i mean it was impressive that you know he would you know was trying this but the end result was just kind of you know so so but that was my first real experience uh with him online and then you know later I, i you know started getting into the uh Going to the, the message board, you know, the, the org, stuff like that, housequick.com and all that later. But, yeah, I think it was love for one another was the first one I started messing with. Okay. Um, <clears throat> big Sexy, how about you? I, I got a, you know, co-sign with Ken. I think love for one, for one another was first. But wasn't, if I'm not mistaken, was MPG Online first or was love for one another first? Oh, you mean love- like the music club or the MPG I'm music club? Not music club. club. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, Love for One Another came before uh, MPG and MPG Online and all that stuff, yeah. Okay, because I remember doing Love for One Another, and, remember, and that was like 96, I believe, right around there, 95, mm-hmm. right, right before Emancipation, because I remember getting the video game, the uh, interactive video game on CD, and when I got that, I got that from an online vendor, and I thought I was the coolest thing walking, and... <laughs> that kept having ads for the upcoming website, and from that point on, I'd, I'd always follow what he was doing. Okay. Um, so, let's see. I, I started with, actually, my first time I ever looked up Prince, I guess, on the net. Uh, I didn't have a computer, but my mom had a computer, and she had CompuServe. I remember, I remember this. <laughs> that was uh, it, Mike. That okay. was it. That was CompuServe. There you go. CompuServe. Okay. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Yeah, way back and and I remember, yeah. I don't know why I was just like I, I was like, what do I want to look up? You know, and that was the you know in, interesting enough. It was the first introduction to me to the internet period, and so I typed in the word Prince, and it came up with um, I guess it was like a mailing list or something, kind of bulletin boardish type of thing, and it was just other people who had posted things about Prince on there, and I was like, wow. You know, it's kind of fascinating. You know, it was, I had nobody else to talk to Prince about aside, aside from Toby. So I was like, okay, this is this is cool. Uh, and then I think it might have been maybe, I don't know, six months or later until I actually got a computer. But then AOL started coming on strong. And I got on AOL. And then um, I was like, and it was a Prince... Uh, I'm going to skip around a little bit, but there was a, a chat, you know, they had the, the chat groups were big back then. Like everybody was chatting like, oh, you could chat with people. And so there was a Paisley Park chat uh, every Sunday. And so that was big. Like you would go on there, it'd be the same people on there and uh, would get on that. And then some of the early websites I remember going to, uh, Hammer, 
Hammer's page, I think it was called, or Hammer's oh, site. Yeah. yeah, Hammer's site was really big back then. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, and he had a like a he had like a chat function on the site. Uh, I used to be on that all the time. Like I was heavy on that. And I started meeting people online, you know, through there. And then I think after that, the next thing that came, I want to say it was the Dawn. There was another big Prince website, and I don't think it was an official Prince website, but it was a big Prince website that started, and it was just a chat room. But it was better than Hammers, and it and everybody went on there, and, and you could have like private chats between people. Uh, and a lot of the people that were on there you know, became really good friends with them. And then shortly after that, uh, things like the org, uh, or PPML was going strong, which the, uh, was the Paisley Park mailing list. And that was like just before the org came out. And then Ben uh, from the org, he, he was doing that. And then he turned that into the org. He turned the PPML into the org. And that was like a headbuster for a lot of fans because they had one place. The chat thing was there. Um, I distinctively remember... I want to say it was left one another. Maybe it was a, there was some site that launched like at midnight or something like that. I don't know if you guys remember this. And it was a big thing. And, and everybody was on the computer waiting for this thing to launch. And we were all like trying to get on it. Uh, anyway, it was a huge growing uh, swell community of people that was coming out of this. And some of the people that I still know to this day that I'll see sometimes online. Um, so that was like my early experiences. Now, I will say that the love for one another, when that was getting ready to start, the Paisley Park AOL chat was going very strong, strong to the fact that uh, I, I'm going to say that Prince himself was coming on there every Sunday night as well. Uh, those who remember, I think he was using the name Paisley Park 6 or something like that or 7. Anyway, um, you know, people will wait around, you know, expecting him to come on. And he was either Prince or Maite uh, would come on there. And this was just before Emancipation came out. I always remember this. And uh, he was always talking about the album. Like, oh, yeah, we're, you know, he was asking people about cover songs. Like, what song should I do? Da, da, da. Uh, I used to be on AOL Heavy. And so I and then I had a site at this time as well, uh, Mo Love. And I, I remember getting on there and you could do the private message thing and the Paisley Park person, we would talk about a lot of different stuff. And I don't have the logs. So I can't sit here and prove blah, blah, blah. You can take my word for, for it. Uh, I, it was either Prince or he has some cool ass, you know, I'm going to say African-American person from the stuff we were talking about who just knew every aspect of the game. Uh, whoever, you know, we were talking about all kinds of stuff, a lot of hip hop stuff. Anyway, so you go from that, and then Prince's, I guess, official, official first website, uh, Love for One Another, is getting ready to come out, but they don't have anybody to do the site. And so they send out some emails to people like Ben at the org. Um, uh, my man was doing the Chicago Nation. Oh, man, his, name, his, name is, uh, his name slips my mind right now, I'm sorry. Uh, he was doing the Chicago Nation Prince website, which was big. Myself and a few other people 
we have a big chat uh, about the website, and Prince is there, and he wants everybody to stop doing their websites to do his site. And the only person who really stayed with it was, um, God, I can't think of my man. My man from the Chicago, he ends up doing the site for Prince, uh, actually ends up doing every Prince site for him until the last one he just had. Uh, so that's my introduction into the whole Prince Online thing. I'm a jigger, money. Okay. <laughs> so now that we have that set up, um, let's talk about some of the websites that we do remember, and maybe uh, Love for One Another, which was a pretty big one at the time. Uh, any got any anybody have any recollections of of the site? Well, if it's the same side, I think it, I think we're talking about that was that was the one where, you know, it was modeled after like different rooms. Yeah. In, in Paisley Park, and you know, but there was like no no text anywhere. You could you just had to kind of wander around with your mouth until you found some place to click. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times, at least from my memory, I remember it just ended up going in, in circles, man. You know, it just wasn't to me. It wasn't laid out all that well. But when you did managed to find the rooms it, it, the graphics and stuff were, were great for that time period you know yeah. it, it, it was forward thinking but it just I, didn't, I never thought it was implemented all that well but you know that was a relatively new thing back then I guess so uh, real quick Vader aka day dropping <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you, maybe you have your mic maybe too close because you sound like Darth Vader and can really your, your breathing is like heavy huh Sorry about that. That's all right. <laughs> there you go. You must face <laughs> Vader. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I agree. That site, you know, I think it's a common thread that we'll see through some of his sites. The navigation on those sites, there was no navigation. Like, you kind of just had to find your way uh, around the site. Um, I remember the, the, the message board or the forms on those sites were very heavy, heavily edited uh, as well. I remember, you know, they wasn't tolerating no type of nonsense <laughs> on them forms. They were deleting people's stuff and, uh, you know, Xing out things that they didn't, they thought were inappropriate. <clears throat> um, I remember there was one site where there would be like, um, they would play like different music or something and like there would be like a little Prince icon that would show up sometimes. Like a little mm-hmm. figurine type of thing. It was interesting stuff. Um, I want to say there was one that actually had had a room. Well, it was made to look like a studio. Yeah. Inside the studio, and then you had like the faders. You know, the faders yeah. on a mixer that you could move up and down, and, and you know, you would be able to. I think this was around the time that he had put out um, like C note, and uh, right around that news news period, and it would play. Uh, a few of those type of tracks, man, when you move the faders around. So, I, like I said, that was it was real cool, but it took you a while to get to that room. Oh, I'm mean, yeah, yeah. You know. And this is when you first were starting to, to you know, offer music, you know, you know on, the, on the site that you could, like, download. So the selection wasn't that wide, you know. You know, not the selection that we would have wanted, but, you know. Right, baby steps, you know. But it, it was just—it was just cool. Like once you finally got in that room, but it just took forever to get there, man. Because like you said, there was no no such thing as navigation on this thing to make it easy for the people to get there. And I'm sure that was probably by design. You know, that was probably 
you know, a, a good idea to him to have you search and, and find the stuff. But, you know, when you're under a time constraint, man, you're just trying to get to the information, you know. They probably, they probably, you know, lost a lot of visitors, I'm guessing, you know, that got frustrated with trying to hunt around for stuff. I think I'm missing a timeline here because when did, when did they start doing the 1-800-NEW-FUNK? When was that? You know, that was before this, I believe. That was like right after Emancipation had came out. Mm-hmm. I, I remember. Um, <laughs> I remember seeing a commercial for that on BET when when really? BET showed a broadcast of of uh, oh, not Undertaker, the uh, Sacrifice of Victor, mm-hmm. and they had a little commercial for it saying that was the only place to get the most beautiful girl in the world. I'm like, really? That's what really got me started because that turned me on to his, uh, I guess, marketing department or whatever you want to call it. And that's what's fitting to the website. Yeah, I remember like, well, remember when they were selling that, uh, that cassette tape of uh, Days of Wild? Yeah. 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 And you had to call, call that number. Uh, yeah, that was, I was so like uh, bare bone, you know, I mean, it was so, I don't want to say ghetto, but yeah, I have my suspicions of who that was on the phone when you first tried calling. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just interesting, like, they was, he was really trying to do something, you know, and I give him full props, because that was so early on, you know, trying to do your own website and then selling stuff and, and things of that nature. Um, yeah, I, I, I totally remember that. Um, there's a lot yeah, of, I, go ahead. I, I, I agree to what you, what you just said, Mike. I mean, we can, come, we can look back in retrospect now at the deficiencies that a lot of these sites had, but you're right. He was forward thinking at the time. I mean, and he was one of the pioneers actually of this whole game now, man. Now you see a lot of artists now, you know, that are able to peddle their own wares on their own sites and, you know, you know, do commerce that way. And and Prince was really one of the first ones, if not the first one to really boldly try to do that, you know? So, you know, props have to be given to him, you know, know, it's just now we're so, used to how stuff is now but back then 95 96 97 man that was that was new territory yeah and i'm, I'm gonna find my man's name i, I feel bad because i don't <laughs> i can't think of his name but he was actually a very important part of prince being online period uh and he was a great web designer period i will say that uh you know he, he was more heavily on a graphics tip but still, a lot of the stuff they were doing, particularly when they started, you know, MPG, Music Club, and things of that nature, and what they were trying to do, I give them full props because there was so much expectation and there was so much uh, that had never been done before, especially on an artist of Prince's level, you know, to try and create something where he's going to take this music and get it to fans and try to set up some other systems of. Uh, getting the music to them aside from these stores. Though it wasn't perfect, I think still the implementation of doing a site at that time was, like you say, was forward thinking. And, uh, you know, it's amazing. I would say it is amazing that he was the guy on the forefront of it and was doing it before everybody else was. But it seemed like uh, they didn't learn from the uh, successes and mistakes that they made that would have, why they should be in the position to be doing it bigger than anybody. You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't understand what happened between 
those sites. And then the last one he had, uh, it seemed like they forgot everything and all the trailblazing and all the research and development they did, you know, and learned how to work with customers and different things. Um, but we'll come back to that. Um, what was I going to say? Losing my train of thought. <clears throat> um, what about the fan base? Oh, no, I was going to say, I think what happened is, another cool thing that happened is that the fans empowered themselves and made the online prints community way bigger than anybody could have imagined, right? Um, the things that Prince wasn't doing online, the fans picked up and did, and at a lot of times better than Prince. Uh, and so let's start talking about sites like the, the Hammer, sites like obviously the Org, which arguably is the biggest Prince website in the world, even when Prince had a website. Uh, Housequake, now they're uh, Moquake. Uh, there's Prince Fams. There's a few other ones, but I mean the bigger ones, you know, the, the org. Look at what the org is, and that's something that is not operated nor controlled by Prince at all. And it's probably the go-to place for anybody who would, who is, is a fan of Prince, right? Um, anybody want to speak on that just in terms of, you know, that was probably the, the, the site that everybody has went to a few times, right? Oh, yeah. Although, in my opinion, though, the org was cool and, and no disrespect to the org. And, you know, there was a lot of quality posts on the org. But I used to find myself always going to housequake.com over the org. To me, it just seemed like they were better organized, for one, with a lot of the background information on the albums and all that other kind of stuff. And then also the, the, the message boards were, were better moderated in my opinion, you know, because you just had a lot of people that would post a lot of, a lot of junk on the org. And right. that, that seemed to be less tolerated uh, at housequake.com, at least when I was, was, was frequenting the site. And so I was very, very sad to see them go, but I'm glad that, that they're back now at, at Smokequake. And there was another cool site, I and mean, I don't think they updated anymore, though. Um, they uh, used to be a databank uh, transcription team. Yeah. Uh, one yeah. That, that, that yeah. did all the lyrics and stuff. Lyrics. Yeah, and that was that was a great, great, uh, great reference right there. But like I said, I don't know. I'm not sure if they even updated anymore. I think the the last thing that they uh, put down might have been stuff from 3121. Maybe I'm not. I'm not sure. But that was a real nice site as well. Yeah, I mean, I think. Well, I think the thing with the th uh, the org, the forms, and you know, say house housequake. I think. Because the org is so trafficked and there's so many people on there, yeah, you're, you're going to see more, you know, nonsense type of stuff or bickering and different things of that nature. And it, it's probably such a big job to moderate that. I got to imagine is insane, yeah. you know, to keep up with that. So yeah, you'd have to have Maybe probably a staff of moderators to keep that, keep yeah. that clean. Maybe that's why Prince made that comment about the internet being dead because with any new technology or new anything the early adopters get in there and you know do what they do and then once it comes out to the general public or the masses eventually it starts to get dumbed down you know you can look at any any type of music that was cutting edge or any technology or any any television show once it hits that popular appeal they start playing it safe they start dumbing it down it gets overexposed and then it loses 
its initial effectiveness. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Me, me. I always saw the difference between, uh, say, the organ and um, and housequake. And it's still true now with, with Moquake. Fundamentally, and, and yeah, it might be true because of the amount of people that go on, on Prince.org, is, it's kind of like the difference between high school and college to me. Uh, high school being more equated to the org because you get, you get quite a bit of uh, juvenile stuff going on there. It's cool, but you got to really filter things through when you're there, in my opinion. Uh, because you get, and you get a lot of good buried opinion there, but you get a lot of, a lot of fluff there, I think. Unfortunately, and again, yeah, it's probably attributed to there being a lot of people, and you, and you didn't get so much of that over Housequake, and you, and you don't get that at Moquake for sure. But then again, that may be because it's fairly new too. Yeah, and I just like the I, I used to love the design of, of the Housequake.com, just how the whole site was laid out. Like I said, they had the, you know, they had the, you know, these articles that they pulled from other places, from like you know Uptown yeah. Magazine and all this stuff. It, it was just, it was just great. A lot of it was a very good there. resource. Yeah, yeah, I would go there just to kill time, man, and just read up on a lot of stuff that you know, because I, I didn't, I wasn't able to get like Uptown Magazine, you know, when I was younger, so. It was cool to go back and, and read some of those original articles and stuff. So I just thought that was a great, great resource. I used to love plus, that site. Plus, you couldn't fault the video section when it was up and around either. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it was nice, too, how they did, uh, you know, each album, you know, and they had a whole page or two devoted to each album and talking about just like we do on the show with the singles and the video. Mm -hmm. They just, you know, break it all down. It was just very well done, man. It was. Yeah. But I, I always thought that was probably the best Prince resource you know, that I would direct people to when they asked about, you know, print stuff. I would tell them to go to Housequake. All right. All right. Another site, too, um, that was really great, and obviously it was an extension of the magazine, was the Uptown uh, Magazine's website. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Th that was really good as well. I think, for me, Uptown is probably, in, in my opinion, with the holy grail in terms of gathering information about prints, particularly the gentleman, uh, Per Nelson, I believe his name was. I yep. so wish that guy was still active doing what he does. Uh, you know, the, 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 the books he put out and the articles he did were so greatly researched and he interviews many great people. Pretty much all of my knowledge comes from his work. So I'm like... Yeah, oh, that's true. That, guy, that, that guy's like here. Boris Fishpaw to the extreme. Yeah, he's, Straight up. he definitely was putting in work. Um, I, I got the name... I'm talking about... Sam Jennings, that was uh, the webmaster for many years for Prince. Um, and he also did the Chicago Nation site. They did the, the I think it was a monthly party they used to have. Uh, he is the guy I was talking about. And I had the pleasure of meeting him when I went to um, <clears throat> 3121. And uh, was, was, he's was great. So I want to make sure he gets his props. All right. Um, so, okay, so we do Uptown, the org. Housequake, Moquake. Um, oh, there was another thing. Um, well, you can't forget it. You can't. You can't forget about the dark side. Can't forget about Data Bank, man. Oh, Data Bank. Yeah, no, I'm not. I don't oh, want to yeah. forget about Data, Data Bank. Bank. I mean, I'm sure that wasn't his favorite site, but <laughs> if you wanted, if you wanted to find out the information about the bootlegs, boy, they they had it in spades over there. Well, let's let's talk about that. Is I, I actually I wanted to get into that. Now I'm not gonna give out site names and all that kind of stuff but even to this day there are sites that uh you know have this whole other side of 
Prince music that, you know, if you were just somebody new, you'd freak out. You'd be like, whoa, what is, you know, obviously the bootlegs and concerts, uh, all the type of stuff. You know, now back in the days, it was all about the CD or the DVD, right? Or even Mm -hmm. some people, the vinyl. Well, oh, you get that bootleg, you got to go down to the store or you got to go get the record collector magazine and order it out of the back and y'all got the new disc. Now, all of that type of stuff is freely available online. Uh, people, there's even guys who create, you know, these quasi companies and just constantly are putting out releases. I mean, you know, there's flyers that get posted on different sites and Facebook and different things. Oh, this is coming out. You know, it's a collection of his last tour. Um, I saw a thing. There was uh, somebody took uh, one of the concerts from its last tour, a video, and they, you know, all shot together and they spliced in other audio to make it, you know, more complete. Um, let's talk about this whole bootleg world online, the other side of, you know, Prince fandom. And then YouTube. You know, anybody that looks at my Facebook page, you know, I'll have my whole, sometimes on Saturday night, I just go bonkers and, try and find the most craziest print stuff I can find on YouTube or other video sites. Um, speak about wh- where does, I mean, it's, it's the, probably the greatest time right now <laughs> if you're a Prince fan because you can literally see or hear anything you want. Uh, Pretty much, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, like, you can, ahead. but you, have to, you, you also have to be, you know, technically savvy to be able to take advantage of it. So not everybody... Even, even you know, everybody with computers nowadays, a lot of people are not willing to go through the trouble to have to go through all that. But, yeah, you're right. You could, It's out there. If you know where to look, if, if the stuff is out there. I mean, right. even like YouTube. I mean, you know, even just a few hours after his concert, it's mm-hmm. online. You know, there's HD clips. Like, there's never been bootlegs that were in HD or... But you know what, and I, I, I don't want. I hope I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going to try to derail the, the conversation. But to me, this, you know, this is all part of the of the, of the bigger problem with this. And, and, and you know, when you broach this topic about you know the the impact of the internet on, on Prince's career, to me, this is where where he he misses the boat. You know, he drops the ball a little bit, man. It's because he has such a tight tight reign, and I guess he's well within his rights to do so because it's his material. But it seems like the interest in Prince and his music is there, man. It's probably greater now than it's ever been, because now he has an avenue to reach all these people, you know what I'm saying, without the need of a record label, right? But, you know, he doesn't he, he doesn't want to try to, to, to reference or go back to any of the old material, so all, a lot of these bootleg sites and stuff like that, you know, they're always trying to shut them down. You know, trying to close down the, the message board when people say stuff, this and that. You know, you got the stuff on YouTube. You know, if it gets out that the stuff's on YouTube, and he had that pull. And it just seems to me like, man, there's a golden opportunity. To me, all that just says is that cats want your music, man. Cats want what you are, are, are putting out there, man. They want more of you. To me, it seems like he should see that as a, you know, hey, man, you know, this is my chance to go do something. You know, I can put this out and, and, and reach even more people, you know, even, even more further cement his legacy. I'm not sure if that's even important to him or not. Probably not. 
But to me, it just seems like a wasted opportunity, man. And that's why all these sites that we talk about, that's why the YouTube, even though they, the, the videos might not last that long, and stuff is constantly, constantly being put there, man, because there's a legitimate interest in it from the people. You know, there's right. a lot of folks that want to learn more about Prince. They want to, you know, give him the props, you know what I'm saying? But he, to me, it just seems like he doesn't capitalize on it. Yeah. And you know what? The, the odd thing about all that is that here one moment, he'll, he doesn't want to show interest so much in, in giving folks stuff from the past. But when he's in concert, that's what he primarily plays, you know, and it's almost kind of like a dichotomy there. Uh, but yeah, the, one of the bigger sn snubs and something like that, if it is a snub, I guess, would be what the label um, uh, Free Boot Generation, right? Because they bring out stuff pretty much for free, just just throw it out there. Uh, where, where it's at is irrelevant. I mean, one can find it if they look, but I mean, the, the stuff is out there and it's stuff from way in the past. We recently just had uh, uh, the bird rehearsals that were released and um, some some crazy stuff on there back from the Purple Rain days. And you're, you're right. And if he, if he was to uh, release that stuff, he, he would one-up them and he would release, he'd be able to release it in much better quality, I'm sure, than what's out there. Uh, the demand is there. It's there, and and, and if he's well, willing to live, he's willing really willing to play it. Why not show it back from you know, well, turn turn the clock sure. back a little bit and show it. I do. Well, I think his take. Uh, I'm not speaking from him, but I could imagine his take would be doing it live is one thing, but he's being paid to be there, and he's being paid to perform and paid to do those songs. YouTube isn't paying him anything. And they're just, re, you know, obviously Google's a billion-dollar company in, last, in less than five years. So I can imagine, like, all his hard work and all this stuff we're just talking about is just fr freely out there, and he makes nothing on it. Yeah, he could probably make some money off of it if he put it out himself. But, again, he may not want to put it out, or obviously he just put out an album. So he has something that he's putting out that he wants you to, be a, to take advantage of. Uh, I think the problem is, on his part, is that he doesn't feel like, well, I think here's the thing is this, as I said earlier, the fans are going to pick up the slack on what Prince isn't doing. And the way the internet works now, there's no way he could ever stop it. I mean, he can continue to call YouTube and say, take down that clip, take down that clip, and they will take it down. But in 30 seconds, somebody else is going to put it right back up. So it's never not going to be there. You know, you can go on there right now and watch any video of his ever created, TV appearances, blah, blah, blah. And even if they take it down, it'll be right back up there. And then there's probably 20 other video sites that got the same stuff. So it ain't really, a, to me, it's not a matter of him not taking advantage of it. Because if you want to see the stuff, it's out there. If you want to get those bootlegs, they're out there. They've always been out there, even before the internet was. Well, when, I, when I'm saying, when I say take advantage of I don't mean in the literal sense that he has to, you know, release every bootleg that we, that we all want, because we know he's not going to do that, right? We, we know that. But what I'm saying is, yeah, you're right. He's doing that stuff in concert, and he's, he's doing that stuff. I mean, he, he has every right. Let me preface it by saying this. He has every right, because it's his material, to, be, to want it represented a certain way. I have no issue with that. He's no different than any other artist in that respect. He can, he can choose, to, you know, to do whatever he wants. But what I'm saying is is that all of this should show him that the demand is always there for his stuff. It's really never I died think he down. knows I mean, that. 
I, I, think, I, I don't know if he knows that, Mike. To me, he seems he seems confused with the whole how how he wants to use the internet. Meaning, like we just said, okay, Ernie just said it. He doesn't want you to have the bootlegs of the stuff, okay, because he ain't getting paid for it. Understandable, but then he flips the script and he'll play some stuff, you know, in live in concert. So what's the message? Well, I'm, what's what he, I'm saying he though? Out, he puts out 2010, right, in a market where he knows. He knows the only way, and, and Prince is not stupid, we know this, the only way that he knows the rest of the world is going to get that record is that it's going to go through the, the, the internet, through the torrents, through right. the legs, through but all that stuff. But he got paid for it, so he doesn't care. Like, he's got yeah, his money. He could get paid more. I mean, again, we know That's money arguable. may or may not be, it may or may not be the, the end-all, be-all to him. But what I'm saying is he could make even more if if he just was not so tight gripped over over the stuff, I mean, he and and a lot of that is his own doing because of his relationship with record labels in, in recent years. So I understand all that, but I, I'm just saying the demand for Prince's material, old and new, has probably never waned. It's probably higher now than it's been in years. Well, which is why he's making more money now than he's ever made. He could as make well. even more than that. That's what I'm saying. He could what? make even more than that. Everybody could make more bit. than what they're doing. If they did other, but I'm just saying in his viewpoint of his lifestyle, where he's at, he's making a killing and he ain't really got to do nothing. So that's what, and his argument would be, that's true what you're saying, but that'd be more work for me. And why would I have to do more? I'm I'm doing, making more, doing less. How much more work would it be if he's got a website? How much more work would it be to pull out some stuff that he already got in the vault that he know people want and then post MP3s for sale up on his right. site. How much more work will that be? Well, obviously, it, it must have been more work than he was willing to do because he was in that position, and what did he do? <laughs> he just shut it down. <laughs> he didn't want to do it. No, I would say it's not that much I, I work. I, I'm I not saying it's... For us to say it is not a lot of work, but here's but let's look at that last website quickly. He 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 said, "Okay, I want to be seventy-seven dollars," and he must have thought he was going to get a lot of people signing up. And he, he probably if he would have put out the stuff that the people wanted, he didn't. And that's what I'm saying. Well, you see, said he was but, in that position the last time. He but, was in that position. But slow down. Before, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> he didn't put out what the people wanted. But they had he already signed up, though, Ken. That's my point. Everybody had already seen. I'm saying, but okay, Ken, what, Ken, what, Ken, what, Ken, Ken, Ken. They had already signed up, so it wasn't a matter of what he didn't put out. They signed up on a promise, so he didn't have to put out nothing. He already had your money. That's what, so that wasn't why it didn't work. It didn't work because he chose that he wasn't making enough money to continue doing it. See, the problem he had, and what a lot of sites have, Google has the same problem. You can he could open the floodgates and we would download the hell out of that stuff. But unless we were paying a constant amount of money every month, what we download from him would exceed his intake and money. And then he'd be losing that, money. Okay, I agree with that. And, and that's I'm why right. that site failed. Now Google well, can okay, do that because I, I, they're just throwing money that. at it. I agree it. with that. But all I all I can say in, re, in rebuttal to that is he would have got a hell of a lot more traffic, constant traffic, continuous traffic to that site. Okay, just by word of mouth from us, if he would have put out more of what the people want, and he pre- and like you said, he got the majority of our money on the promise that yeah, we you gonna get all this old stuff from the you know, and you know that's right. how they build it. But you gonna get the new stuff. At the end of the you- day, he's not a tech company, and that's what it would require that infrastructure to happen to make that work. Just as the same point is, he is not a record company, even though he makes music, he does not have the business sense to run a record label so i would not imagine him to have the sense to run that 
its website in the manner that you just said. And he doesn't, and to him, it's not worth hiring people to do it or hiring a one-person man to do it. He just says, bucket. I just do music. These, cl- these clowns over here are going to cut me 2 or $3 million to give them an album. I don't have to, and I don't have to do nothing else. That's enough for him. Even though you're right, he probably could make a lot more money. But for him, it takes him out of... Right, but it would take him out of what he does. He wants to just make the music. Okay, then based on what you just said, and what you just said makes perfect sense, and I agree with it. Would you say then that Lotus Flower was the last time we're going to see a Prince website then? If he's in that state of mind, what you're saying is he's just about playing the music, I play these little venues that I want to play, I get my cash, I'm in, I'm out. If he's in that frame of mind, then why would he? What would be the impetus for them for him to put out some other new site when he comes over the next the next album? I, I would say that until everything else is extinguished and him getting paper, then yeah, he won't have a website until that happens. Because he, when he did do it himself, he realized the economics of it. He wasn't going to make no money unless he was going to charge right. a monthly fee. So yeah, he wouldn't do it again. I don't see why he would. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Based on what you're saying, and it makes sense. It, it probably he should he should stay out of the website game there for a minute. Uh, yeah, I mean, if that truly is the frame of mind, his, his fans in, have picked up the slack. Yeah, and so ultimately for him, yeah, and that's why we ain't seen no U.S. release of this record either, and probably won't because to him, I got paid. I got yeah. paid to do the show. I got paid to put the record out in multiple different magazines, the multiple checks. And I ain't got to worry about that. I ain't got to make no videos. I ain't got to do nothing. I got all the money I want. I can sit in Minneapolis chilling. Damn. Prince be playing that Mayweather card. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I mean, it sucks to, for us, possibly. I mean, I don't know. We got the album for free, so to me, it's a beautiful thing. Like, I don't... Yeah, I mean, if you get it twisted, it's, I, I could appreciate that. But I'm saying, I, very, I, I would have paid cash money for this. I mean, you know, I would have too. But I'm glad that I didn't have to. I mean, it's great that we didn't. Yeah, yeah, right. And, and he and he knows that. But I'm just saying to me, it, and that's always been my problem with Prince and his and his um, his internet ventures. Although they they were bold in the scope, and they were bold in, in what he was trying to 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 start start about and what he was trying to do. It just seems like they weren't. I won't say they weren't well thought out. They just weren't well implemented, and then it just seemed like he st- tried to straddle both sides of the fence when it came to, right. you know, what he wanted to do with the music. Did he want the, the people to have the music that they want, or no, that he didn't want it? You know, I mean, I remember, like, I think it was, he had this, uh, basically the same promise with that love for one another site, or it might have been 1-800-NEW-FUNK, one of the two, whichever site that was that had that, that you know, the studio uh, web page I told you about where you could download certain songs. I mean, that that... The promise of that site was the same thing, that you're going to be able to hear the unreleased stuff. Because remember, one of those sites, the whole draw was, you know, he putting together Crystal Ball too. Which tracks do you want? Right. You remember that? There was a whole big old to-do with in the fan yeah. community. Everybody's watching their oh, I want this, I want this, I want that. The site is unleashed, and then you don't hear none of that. But, yeah, and, that but the, the other hand of that, too, is during those periods, he also gave us free albums as well. Like, you know, true, true. gave us That's the right. exception... He gave us uh, Slaughterhouse, Slaughterhouse, the whole high and, 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 and stuff. That, and that's great, but what I'm saying is the majority, of, and, and, and as a Prince fan, you know, I copped those willingly and I was grateful for them. I still listen to them this, to this day. But I'm saying the majority of folks, I would, I would guess all four of us on this call at that time were hoping for more stuff 
along the lines of some moonbeam levels or something. You know, we, oh, we well, wanted to hear of course. Some, Almost definitely. You know, that, but that's I don't expect wanted, that to ever happen. Wanted, and, and that's what we probably were hoping for or expecting under the pretense of joining those sites. At those times, but now I don't. I never expect yeah, now that. You don't, I, and and you, you know don't. what? I don't. I mean, if he does it, it'd be great. But at the same point, like I said earlier, the the fans take up the slack for that. Whoever put out yeah. box of chocolates, days a month. I mean, that's my dude. Whoever's yeah. putting out some of his other stuff, like I just heard that uh, it's on YouTube, uh, "Rebirth of the Flesh." I guess it was from some love sexy rehearsal or something. That, yeah, that, that's that nice. was ridiculous. I was like. <laughs> I'm like, cool. So, I mean, you know, it's it's there for us, whether or not he put it out or whatever. That's cool. He'll, he'll do it eventually. Um, I'm just, I, go ahead. I'm not, you know, I'll just, just spoil because I, I, I want to be able to have the stuff like all of you, but I want my man to get the true credit for it that he deserves. That, and that's part of, of that's my personal issue. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Is that I, you know, I, I feel he deserves better than, a, you know, a better in, in, in terms of respect for the actual quality of this material that he's done over all these many years, and I still don't think he gets it. And I just think if it was properly released and properly promoted, he would get a lot more uh, of, of the pub that he deserves because a lot more people would actually take the time to really listen to it and they would know about it. You know what I'm saying? You know, like we well, just talked, yeah. about, we talked about a few weeks ago, 2010. Right. 2010 is a brilliant album. You ask the average cat on the street, I bet you... Eight out of ten people don't even know what the hell you're talking about. They'll just tell you 2010 is well, the year we have. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. They know who Prince is, though. They respect him as an artist. They know what he's done. His yeah, pedigree. Yeah. He's, he's so a like, legend. That's just my personal, that's just my personal thing. So I hear you. That's you know, all good. <laughs> Big sexy. You're kind of quiet over there, sir. Well, I'm thinking about, as you're to talk about the whole 2010 thing and his sporadic and somewhat haphazard release scheduling. He's done this before, though. Because back in 94, you know, all that Exodus and the Undertaker laser disc mm-hmm, and Sacrifice mm-hmm. Victor, none of that was available here, really. You know, the only reason I got Undertaker was through Chicago Nation, and I heard about a record store that had it somewhere out on the East Coast, and I bought that laser disc. And I got Exodus because Tower Records had it in their import section. Mm-hmm. Now, had Prince taken all of that music and release it domestically here instead of being a butt, you know, again, that could have been a bigger source of income, which means a bigger source of profile and higher visibility. And so, right. so for, for him to do 2010 over there only, it's not new. I mean, it's a bad, I think it's a bad, you know, move, but it's not a new move. You know, and we've seen him do this before. Yeah, I mean, you know, and we're we're in different times. I mean, I'm glad you brought up that other stuff because I I bought my record the same way. I went to an import record store. They ordered it from me. Blah blah blah. Uh, you know, he tried to have that record come out over here. You know, obviously Warner's put out the first single and then scrapped it all. But uh, now, I I think that his impact though, and we'll, we'll kind of shift into that. Even though this album didn't come out over here yet, I will say. His impact is still strong. I mean, he's still on the cover of national magazines with no new project ever. I mean, it, because he wants to be on there and he's got this big plan in his head. They're going to put him on the cover of Ebony. They're going to put him on the cover of Jet or whatever else. And, you know, that was a huge magazine. I saw that magazine everywhere. I was in stores. It was like right up front uh, where they normally didn't have Ebony up in the front or whatever. So I was like, he's still... Uh, 
everybody knows who he is. You know, obviously he won the thing on BET, which is a mainstream channel, and it was an event. And now we know he had an album coming out, but they don't know nothing about that, but they still gave it up. So, I mean, I think where he's at, where we're at now globally with the internet, it somewhat does make more sense than it did in the Exodus days to have an album, and I, maybe I'm contradicting myself, but having an album that comes out in another part of the world where you know it's going to be all over the world the next day. But financially for him, he got paid multiple times for the same album, which if you would have put it on a record company, they would have cut him one check. And that was it. And then that would have just been dependent on how many was sold. But here he got at least two or three different publications to cut him checks for each one. And it doesn't matter how much it's sold. Like he just got big numbers up front multiple times, which you couldn't have done that through the normal channels. I don't think you could. I don't think it could be anybody could disagree with what you're saying, Mike. You're right. This is the digital age. This is a different time. You know, like like we were saying earlier. Like yeah, in, in the '94, '93, '94, it would have been great if he would have put those albums out here. But let's face it, Warner Brothers had he still had still had control of him. There's no way they would let that stuff come out unless it was on under their schedule, under their control. So yeah, he couldn't do that then. But like I was, what I'm, what I was saying though. Now, right now, he's under no one. He's under his control. He, right. he own. He controls his own thing. Right. He has a vault full of stuff in his control, in his crib, that he got the keys to. He could just release that stuff as it is. He ain't got to do nothing. He don't have to have, have no website. I mean, he could, he could, he could do like nine inch nails, man. They release a torrent of his own material. But, and he would get right. thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people. But the, I mean, the thing people. is, he is an artist that is still very active. And so for him, obviously, he wants you to hear 20, 2010 or he wants you to hear a Lotus Flower. He doesn't. But you can do both. Now, Rich Nails are very, yeah, but, very active. They, they have torn. Right. They release free stuff they've done for years. But and they're, they're not Prince, though. For him. It's not, it, no, dog. No, no I'm, no, just, saying no I'm just, just saying this. I'm just saying this. He, it's not about equating it. <laughs> it's not about equating The point that the, the bottom line is, is the Niners now have their control of their stuff. Right. Prince has control of his. They choose to put out whatever they want right. in their own time frame with their own devices, through their own torrents. They put stuff on their own website. Now, okay. They can download freely. Who's making, more, not, who's making more money? I don't know who's making more. <laughs> no, he knows who's making, making more, more than me. Who's, what I'm saying who's is more known out more, here? Dog. That's, no, all but, that's all I'm saying. What I, I'm I saying agree. Is, I, I agree with you. If you want to be the cat, if you want to be the cat, that's all about the internet, and you want to put, put yourself as being the guy. That's but the he doesn't want to be that. He's the cat that says it's dead. But dog, he's been doing that inadvertently, I guess, from the beginning because he's the one that's been the. The pioneer of this whole, you know, internet well, right. music. Now, to him, it's stuff, played so why out. Why not just go to full tilt? But to him, it's played out because, again, he's about getting his paper. And Man. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, look at it this way. Nine inch, would you say nine inch nails? Is that what yeah, you're saying? And that's just an example now. Right. There's tons of bands. Nine inch yeah, nails. Mike, but the Mike, thing is, the, nine Prince, inch, the Prince version of the internet is played out. That, right, and, and we know that's it's not, not right. I know that we know that. Out for getting music out because Nine Inch Nails proves that wrong. But but let me say this: the thing about the difference between Nine Inch Nails and them, Nine Inch Nails can't go to Target. Nine Inch Nails can't go to Sony. 
Nine Inch Nails can't go to Rolling Stone, this and that and the other to get those fat checks for something new. And where they ain't got to do all that. Yeah, Prince has a back catalog that's been released and unreleased. We know that. He knows it. But he is still an artist who wants to champion his newer stuff because in his mind, obviously, the newer stuff is what he's feeling. You always remember that Prince, he don't want to give you the music you want. He wants you to get the music he wants you to get. He don't care about what you think about his music. And I'm just saying, yeah, he could do all those things. But at the same point, back in the day, Prince would have never been allowed to release as much music as he can, as he releases now. There, there'd be but no that's way. My point, bro. But you, he's you, doing you more now than he's money. ever right. done. Back in the day, he couldn't release what he wanted to because he wasn't in control. That's what Ernie. Is, I think Ernie is agreeing with me, and that's what I'm saying. He has total control now. To and so he's doing it exactly what he wants, what he wants to, to do. He wants to do three album sets, and he just says, "I just did three albums." And they're done. I don't have to think about them. I'm, I'm done even, with you it. You know what? Let me, he, let me clarify this, too. It's not even so much about the, the, the straight-up official album releases. I'm not even really talking about that that much. You're right. The, the big album releases like the Lotus Flower and, and, and 2010, yeah, you, you know, you're going to have a, big, a, a bigger presentation and, and bigger setup for those. Okay, I understand that. I'm talking about the other stuff that he could release at his well, own Of course. Whim. Yeah, I mean, everybody could release all this other stuff, but again... what? Why would he? He's not going to put his attention to old stuff. He's said that many times. He said, it's not, "I'm." It's not so much about attention. It's about what your what, fans want. It's about well, what see, it, right. for Prince. See, that, it's yeah, not about what the, the fans angle, want. There's the money angle on it, which wouldn't make sense so much doing it that way. But if you're getting away from the money angle, you're getting more as to what what pleasing the the fans, regardless of whether you think he should or shouldn't. If you're looking at at whether you want to please the fans and you want to give the fans what, what they're thirsting for, and they obviously are. I mean, it, you look at at at, the, at that one bootleg, uh, Le, Le New Morning, when he played on that one, Purple right. Music, the whole crowd is singing with him. Right. He didn't cue nobody. They sang but, with him. So the, the, the need is there. But if like I said, you, if you're looking at it from a, you from can't a getting equate, money point of view. You can't yeah. equate maybe, at, you can't, let's look, let's look at reality. You cannot equate 100,000 True blooded Prince fans versus five million, and that's how he looks at it. Because if he did what you said, he wouldn't be making the money he makes today. Because if you look at his album sales, we go and buy those albums, and that's it. And how many albums does he normally sell when he puts out a record? It'd be a hundred thousand copies at best. Now, how I many? Know, bro. No, 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 no. Listen, let me finish. How many own. copies of that newspaper with Prince's album did they print up? They did over a million. Now, you think that he would sit there and focus on 100,000 people who was going to give him whatever amount of money you're talking about versus them clowns that okay, give you million-dollar checks, multiple million-dollar checks? Here's the question I have for you, man. That's why I think you're getting hung up. You're missing my point. Why can't he do both? How come uh, he well, should, though, exactly. Because he, he don't want to do both. Hold on, listen, check it, check it. How come <laughs> he can't do just what he did with 2010 and get his check from the newspaper and all that for the brand new material and still release, let's say he can have a nice, nice, clean, stripped I'm gonna answer down your site. Question you don't need to you. have all the graphics and all, all right, the I'm going to answer stuff. the question for you. Go ahead. Why can't he do it? Because, you know why he couldn't? The same reason why he turned that site off. Because the amount of money it takes to do that is more than what's coming in. And for him, if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Regardless or not, if the service and the people or not, he can't operate nothing at no loss. And that's not what he's going to do. 
and well, and he's not a business. Right. Well, okay, he's then, not then, a business. Then, okay, then you're right. Then the money aspect is is more important to this. Of course, than, than we know. Of okay, course, because I, what I'm what I'm talking about, he can still get his money. No, okay. but see, you know why? It has look, to be important look, look, to him. He can, he can release 2010 and do the whole thing like he did 2010 and get that check. And he could just as easily do like Nine Inch Nails or Radiohead or any of these other bands that's doing this. That's put, like put you saying little, Nine Inch out, Nails could do what Prince little, does, but they can't. For the true fans, put out, you know, put out the uh, Moonbeam levels and purple music on uh, a uh, uh, three-track MP3 But here's file. the thing. Here's the thing, though. Nine Inch Nails has no choice but to do what you said. Because like That's, I said, no, 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 no let, let me finish. Don't know about Nine Inch Nails, well, no, bro. I Nine do Nails, know. They, but here's they the point. I know, but I'm telling you this. I understand that. I understand that. But the corporate machine, they do their own thing. Right. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. No, it is. It is. You know why you know why it is? You know why I say that? Because yeah, they did all that what you said. But my point is this. They can drop an album to if they if they came out with an album tomorrow, there's a certain fan base that's gonna pick that up. It ain't across the board. Everybody picking well, it up. I, okay, now, I'm gonna Prince, drop a bomb on you right here. No, no, let and me you finish. Nobody, you know Go what? Ahead. People out there listening to this might not like what I'm about to say, but I'll be willing to pay money to just be true. If Prince dropped a brand new studio album to dump tomorrow, right? And Nine Inch Nails dropped a brand new studio album tomorrow, I bet you Nine Inch Nails will sell more than Prince. Nine Inch Nails is probably, as much as I hate to say it, they're probably more relevant now than he is. I, I doubt that. But, but you're not, you're not, you think you're they, not a supporter of You think Inch they're Nails more relevant? Really relevant? You're saying they're it, more relevant. The truth. They're, more, they're more relevant in today's society probably than Prince is. So they would get more media coverage than Prince yeah. would? I, so, would, I would venture to guess so that. So you radio, would see... Okay, take, let take me, Nine Inch Nails out. Put Radiohead in that part. In that well, that, let's let's stick with one. More, let's stick with one, Ken. Prop. They would get more coverage <laughs> of <laughs> their release tomorrow than Prince would. So let me let me throw this in the equation. Take out, take I, out I, Radiohead. Oh, put in Coldplay. Now, now, take out Coldplay. How many, you can put in do you want to just throw in Eminem? I mean, you're going all over the place, man. But I'm just saying, dog. The point is, these cats... Again, I love Prince... More than anybody, but I'm right. just saying to me, he doesn't take it. It's not so much about taking advantage. He doesn't use the tools to his full advantage. He uses it I agree just with enough you. to get his paper. I agree with like you. he did with with 2010, and, and I have no problem with that. He did the same thing with Lotus Five. He got his paper, cool. Listen, but all I'm gonna say on this is this: that. he can still do that and still give his, in his London. true supporters, his fan base. Everybody here's the other part say, of that, Mike. 20 the true fan base, the true supporters like London. us, man, we will end up proliferating a lot of that stuff out even further. Nights. So he's going to get even more people so that's going to come in into London. the fold, more people that's going to want to know about him, more people that's going to want to buy his new stuff, more people that's going to want to hear more. They're going to want to go back and research his catalog. They're going to want to go back and research the album that they didn't get that he made after that. There's a halo effect to all this. Twenty-one. So it's not to me. It's not. It's cut and dry. Is that he can't? He's not gonna get his money. So he can't put twenty ten out, and he can't drop some old school stuff at the same time. He can. It's his stuff. (laughs) It's his label. He is not even label. It's his control. He has no boundaries anymore. None. The internet reaches everybody. He can do it all. And, And if he couples that. With YouTube, he couples that with iTunes, he couples that with Zoom marketplace, all these other places. He can reach anybody. He can he can he can he can make you know charts and all that stuff around. It ain't got nothing to do with charts, so it's not so much about just the money. Cause he's getting that paper. He can still do both. 
And and you, and then the last point, you said something about what you know, Nanis Nails can't do a Target deal, they can't do a Sony deal, they can't do this deal. Well, I gotta be honest with you, man. After the result of these last couple of deals, I don't know if Prince will do another one of them Target deals, the Sony deals. I'm not so sure they're gonna be so quick the next time he drops an album to wanna to wanna do that distribution deal. Because from what I read, and listen, like I said, I could be wrong, but from what I read, I'm not sure they, especially the Target deal. I don't think they they recouped all of what. What what they put in there? As far as I know, I could be wrong. If I am, correct me. But do you got the I'm numbers? Just saying, bro, uh, listen, both, okay, well, I, I I hear you. I respect what you're saying. I'm I'm just saying this, and I just want to just jump back to the relevancy thing for a second. <clears throat> and it's it's I look at it the same way I look at Michael Jackson because they are kind of in the same boat. Mike hits across the board. He going all races all countries, all genres. Prince, for the most part, will get attention from all genres. You're not going to see Radiohead, Coldplay, uh, Nine Inch Nails. They're not going to be on Essence. They're not going to be in BT. They're not going to be across, they're not going to be in hip-hop channels. They will be in the pop and rock and stuff, but Prince will be in all those too. And so my point is this. He's on another level than all them cats. So that's why I'm saying he doesn't have to do what they do. He was because, on another level than No, all he is cats. still on another level than them. When you do 21 nights in London, sold out flat, you're on a whole nother level. And I guarantee you, they not do, maybe they may all get together and do 21 yeah, man, nights. Yeah, but 21 nights but didn't get no the, coverage on BET. 21 Nights didn't get no coverage on TV1. 21 Nights didn't get no coverage on MTV or VH1. Did BT not give him a lifetime? He crossed the board. He crossed the board. You're right. He's going to give props. Ken. Ken. But it's not like it was, bro. Ken. Who gave him a lifetime achievement award? BET. Okay. But they didn't do it for 21 Nights. I guarantee you that. They did it because he is a legend in the game. That's my point. My point is he gets props from all man, genres, I, man. We don't have to agree just because I, I think there's a conspiracy with that anyway. <laughs> BET probably gave him that at, at the behest of somebody else. But truthfully, he should have got that Lifetime Achievement Award a long time ago before this. Well, he got, he got it, it today. In conjunction with some new Listen. stuff he got coming out. When so was I don't, the I don't even when, trust the validity of that. When was the last when was the last time when Coldplay <laughs> did the Super Bowl? <laughs> Never. I'm just saying. He did the Super Bowl, fam. He's on a whole nother level. I'm just saying, like, he's relevant because every what's this, what's the last second to the last name of the record? Everybody loves me. Every genre is up on Prince's nuts. As great as those groups you you said. They're not hitting on all genres. I agree with that, Mike. I got to be honest with you. I really don't. I hear what you're saying. He did the Super Bowl. Great. But yeah, so did, so did, so did the Who. You know what I'm saying? Okay, who, the, the Who, who is a legend. The, the greater the Who were who, who, and, and their genre. The Who imprints on a whole nother level. Just because he did the Super Bowl does not make him completely... That, that does, that's not a proof that he is relevant to everybody at that particular time. That just means they wanted somebody safer than Janet Jackson pulling the titties no. out. That so just means no, 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 slow down. That just means the biggest TV show in the history of the world wants the most mainstream act that they can find. That's what that means. <laughs> you don't think the super? Look, no, no, hold on, wait, wait. Slow, 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 Ken. Back in the day, Prince touched everybody. He still gets respect from across the board, Ken. All genres, all styles, all age groups. He still does, Ken. But I think the last time that was, was what? 87? 
Ken. 88, maybe. What happened at the Rock and Roll? That was that was waning. Ken, what happened at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Hey, he blew up the spot in the Rock okay, and Roll. Okay, no, now slow down. Who? When was this? This was in the '88. This was in the 2000s, right? Yeah, it's in the 2000s. Okay. There's a certain amount of who, time that you got to before you can be inducted. The day right? after, who was everybody talking about across of the? Course Come on, man. That's all I'm saying. I rest my case. Yeah, I rest my case. Go ahead. Y'all have it. I see it. I see it. So you you don't, one moment you can't equate relevancy with with how much money you're pulling for little work. And then the next moment say that relevancy is just a matter of people remembering you the day after you did a performance. No, what I'm saying is he's on a level where he does all of those. Right now. I, I can tell you right now, my daughter's not going to, my 15-year-old daughter's not going to go out there and go out by 2010. Oh, of She's course. Not. I agree with you. I agree with that. I, I'm not saying he is hitting as hard as, I mean, oh, well, see, the, I, the I person who's hitting. The same. When you say relevancy nah, right now, that's what I, I'm saying. I don't. Uh, I, I, listen to this. I, I, here's here's my I, reason why I say that. Rihanna is relevant, but Rihanna's not selling no records. Genres. That day is over, Mike. It's not it's over. over. No, he, it's not over. The last time he was relevant to everybody, and, I, and I'm going off what you just said. You said no, no. Listen, I'm gonna, and, I'm equating what I said. I places. said relevancy is Rihanna. She is all over the place, but does she sell records? No, but she is relevant to the game. She gets all the press, but she doesn't sell R&D, records. Bruh. No, you can bet your she's relevant ain't across the, the game. Thinking nothing about no Rihanna. Ain't nobody in 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 in, okay. in <laughs> Thinking about Rihanna. No, now, see, I said relevant. I didn't say, I wasn't talking about her in different genres. I just said, you said a relevancy. And that's, no, what that's what I said. To me, that's what relevancy means. To be, to be relevant to Well, then, so, okay, genres. to go back to your relevant argument, to so Nine Inch Nails is relevant okay. to jazz Rain, groups? Is, is, Rain was relevant to all genres. Nine Inch, in every nine inch Nails is relevant to the jazz heads? Even the jazz, even they even do. There's a couple of jazz albums, a couple of jazz artists where they basically did their interpretations of the Purple Ray album. So yes, even jazz artists. No, no, no. I said nine inch nails. I said nine inch nails, like you said. They, you said they were more relevant. But they're more relevant. They're more relevant now to 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 what they do. Right now, that is nails is not going is not going to be played on BET for sure. No, I'm just saying. You said jazz, so the jazz BET jazz. They're not going to be on jazz, but they're going to if they drop the album today, they're going to still. You're right. They're not going to get played to all those genres, but neither is Prince. You know not? That's what I'm saying. Today, today they drop. What was that girl that was up there at the tribute? Was she a jazz artist? Who? Ebenezer. Well, is she a jazz artist? Ebenezer. You mean Esperanza? Was she a jazz artist? Yeah, she's yeah, she's a jazz artist. Oh, yeah. Okay, I was just checking, bro. <laughs> but, that but that still don't make your point. You still missing the point, bro. Okay, I'm Prince missing. Is no longer look. I love Prince, but he is no longer as relevant to the entire music community as he used to be. Those days are over. I it's agree, but he is more relevant than those groups you mentioned. His, his money structure now, as he has it. You know, like he did with 2010 and all that. That's great. He played the Super Bowl. That's great. You know, he was on BET and all that. That's great. But that does not mean he's re- he's relevant to us. But he's so not relevant we to only everybody watch, like he was. We I'm only watch the Super Bowl? Everybody. Is the Super Bowl the biggest watch show in, in, sure in the world? Sure it is, man. Sure it is. So do they normally have the biggest is. attraction group that they can get to have ratings? If you go down and you look at the list of performers that's been on the Super Bowl, come on, man. They've had a little bit of everybody on it. They tried to appeal to a cross section. Can of I ask people, you a man, question? In sync came out there. In sync was the hottest group at that time, right? 
Now, what, what did Prince? Okay, well, now, see, now, 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 Ernie. What, what, what now, what, 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 hold on, before you start going on that. Remember, Instinct also came out again because now, what Ernie? you guys mentioned with with uh, with Janet Jackson. After Janet Jackson, the whole uh, Super Bowl scene changed completely. You look exactly. look at the lineup. They and got I, sick. I know, but are they going to put a non-relevant act up there versus... I'm just asking you a question. They have. They've had Dr. Mellencamp or somebody like that on there. Yeah, Paul McCartney on there too. Paul McCartney's a Beatle, right? They don't put the hottest act at the time. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I never said that. I never said that. I never said that. I said they put the relevant who's going to appeal to a mainstream. They will never put an actor there that everybody don't know. That 06? I didn't hear you. That 06, 07? What'd you say? That was 07. So what album was out at the time? I didn't hear your question, sir. Sir, I didn't hear the I didn't hear the I didn't hear your question. That was what? That was 31, 21 or the one after that? I didn't hear what you... Ken, I didn't hear what you said. What'd you ask What I'm saying is this. He was in the Super Bowl that year. He was the right. halftime act, but that doesn't mean that he was the hottest thing out. I didn't say that. I said he is more relevant. They're not going to put an unknown group up there. They're not going to put Drake up there. He's the hottest thing, but he's not going to be up there. Nobody going to watch that. But they don't know who he is. Feature group, but they might have him in there, the little sub acts they have in the, the post game. But I'm talk, we're not talking stuff. about feature group. We're talking about the main attraction. Okay. Well, yeah, you're right. Drake ain't going to be there. Course, that's so my man. point. Prince is a name that everybody knows. Rolling that's my, that's all I've been knows. saying. That's all I've been saying. Everybody knows. That's all I've but been saying, Ken. In all three cases, neither one of them, when they put those as the halftime show, the feature attraction, in no time, did you, uh, one, any one of them three, were they the hottest act at the time? Were they the most popular at that time? None of them. Who was, but, who, who was up there featured with Prince? Nobody. What was that? <laughs> there wasn't nobody up there featured with Prince, was there? I thought he was up there by himself. No, no, what I'm saying is he was the main, the featured attraction, the main, the, the halftime show. He was the show, only the attraction in the halftime show, wasn't Right, that's what I'm saying. So just what like the Rolling Stones were at one time, okay. just like the Who were, but what I'm saying, in, in all those cases, none of those guys, none of those acts at the time that they were on that halftime show were the hottest thing going. I never said time. he was the hottest thing in the sales world. I didn't say that. I said he's more you relevant. You said a little while ago that they put the, implied anywhere unless my unless my left no. ear is going bad because that's what this phone is about <laughs> you said that they wouldn't put him in the Super Bowl if he wasn't the hottest thing going I said relevancy. I'm only talking about relevancy. Okay. I never swayed from that. Now what right. I was about to get Ernie was because he dropped in sync in there. I'm like, well then does that prove my <laughs> why would you drop they were the only on there because they were hot and they were known by everybody. Right? I'm just saying they're only going to put the most relevant thing up there. They're not going to put nobody who's hot but they ain't got no pedigree. That's all well, I'm saying. Mike, see, you just threw in relevance with, with the hottest thing out there in the same sentence. You can't do no, that. No, I remember, said that Drake, who's the hottest thing out there, he'll never be up there until he got years under his belt because not everybody knows who he is. He's not relevant to everybody across the board. That's my whole point. I'm just saying that Prince is known more to more people than those three acts that you got. So he doesn't have to do what they do because he can get bigger checks for doing less. That's my own. That's my only point I'm making. So I, they can put out more albums. It, it, it ain't gonna be across the board. They made more albums to a select amount of people, but I don't know nothing about it. They're not in the in the stuff that I read. I have nothing about that. But when I look at all different types of media, I hear Prince's name drop all the time. 
in tech news, when he said the internet is not is dead, how come that if he wasn't relevant, it wouldn't have been all over the place? No, it was all over the place because it was a stupid comment. It's a stupid comment, but it, everybody makes stupid comment that all the time, but it doesn't that, hit all the. They were mocking him. That was a. I agree, to say. but it's because but everybody it's knows who he is, but well you can't mock him. That the only way that album that he just dropped is going to going here, if they're going to have to pirate it off the internet. I see. I'm not disagreeing with that point you made. My my point is. If he wasn't somebody that everybody knew, it would never be in the news because you're not going to put a, a dumb statement by an unknown, non-relevant person. It, that, agree, agree. That's yeah, my only point. So small when he said that, yeah, it wouldn't have that's been my only no point. Sense. Right. No, I agree with that. It's all good, man. I just, like I said, I'm <laughs> you know what, man? Get the fuck off my show. Man. <laughs> I just know that, and it's been this way for, and it ain't just now. It's been this way for a number of years now. He dropped if he drops the album, even with full record company yeah. backing. Right yes, now, full yes, promotion, all that. I'm not sure that it would make a splash. And I'm not talking so much in terms of sales or, or with the chart. I'm talking mm-hmm. about to, the relevance, to use your term. I don't know if he has that anymore, man. I don't think he's, he's had that level of quote-unquote relevance since 87, maybe 88. I, Honestly, well, I will I think, agree I with you. I think that, that, that bank of relevance that he has withdrawals started coming out mad. With with the symbol album, and they've been going down ever since. I I, so, would, I agree. If he put out an so, album, so, so yeah, it would not be a big seller. He has the name recognition, worldwide name, name recognition, and it's well deserved. But he has the name recognition based right. off past exploits, what he's done in the past, and right. that's no different than the Rolling Stones. That's no different than Michael Jackson. That's no different from Madonna. He's earned that. That's okay. That's fine. But what I'm saying is today. He puts out he puts out a great album now, great. Right. But it has, registers no blip on the radar. Now, none. I agree. None. We agree. We agree. Now, but my thing is, you, you disagree, but no, I don't disagree. Else could put out something. Coldplay could put out something. Right. Radiohead could put out something, and Radiohead's a perfect example because they do everything independent. They do their whole they completely do independent. Sure. Yeah. Sure. They're gonna get more of a ride. They're they gonna make more of a blip on the radar. All three but of those. But they'll make less money. Maybe, maybe not. Well, Cause, no, cause they'll make in, less maybe, money. Yeah, yeah, you, <laughs> Let's keep your yeah, they're, they're going to make less money because they're not, to them, they're not going to be, well, and this gets into another issue. To them, they think having to go through a magazine to do that kind of stuff is a cheesy maneuver. Uh, well, hey. So to them, they might not do that. That's so fine. Right. That, that in but itself, you're right. They in don't, terms they don't of what we're talking about, you know, you're talking about one person can sell more than the other. I'm saying that one person will make more money. I'm just saying the way Prince is looking at it, he knows he's not. I, like, I agree with what you're saying. He knows if he puts that album out, it's not going to sell. Especially, in, one, there's two reasons. Because of the, the reason that you stated. And two, just like what everybody's dealing with, nobody's really selling. So that record company style of selling CDs yeah, is dead good. anyway. Now, knowing yeah, very that, dead, very dead. knowing and, that, and we all agree on that. But what I'm saying right. in terms of relevance, in terms of just to use my term, make just having a blip on the radar. You know what I'm saying? To generate some buzz—that's a better term. Right. Just the buzz that'll be generated from that. He's not going to garner as much as those other ones are. And he knows that. But me, my point he, is, to me, he's less relevant now at this period in time. Okay, I'm just saying now, not to me. I get you. But I got you. I got now. you. I got you. He's not a, he's, here's a better way to put it. He's <laughs> not got on you. the cutting edge. <laughs> he's not on the cutting edge anymore. 
We got you. And so yes. that's why B, and this is my opinion, this is why BET is giving him lifetime achievement awards. To them, they put him out the past. They, they send him out the right. Oh, I don't agree with that. that, 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 that that's me. That, why, would, right. why would they do They wouldn't do that. They're not going to do that to anybody else that they feel is out there, you know, doing it. Putting out, putting out their fire. That, that's on they're, top of it and all this and that. They're not putting out anybody's. They didn't put out James Brown's uh, fire. They didn't put out Stevie Wonder's fire. I think that's a ridiculous statement, personally. That doesn't make sense to me. I don't. I, well, I don't know. Did, did they put out Stevie I, I, Wonder? I, I stick by did that, they man. put out Stevie Wonder's fire? He was the one that was previous, right? Stevie, or or well, Shaka Khan. Stevie Wonder, man, I, I would venture to say Stevie Wonder has a greater. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? But a greater no. uh, cachet. Well, yeah, will. but you said he their has, ulterior motive is to put out their fires. <laughs> he's got greater music goodwill. So let me be clear here. In the industry than Prince does. Okay, let me be clear. You think that BET did that because they want to put Prince down? Is that no, what you said? Not to put Prince down, but I, I just think why you 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 put together those type of you know lifetime achievement awards. It, to me, it seems like most of the time those are given to cats when they're on their way out. So you think Prince is on his way out? No, I don't think he's on his way out. I'm saying to to them. So I mean, you think if, they? Well, 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 okay, here, here's <laughs> I answer question with a question. What would they, what would they oh, do that? Now, the in question. 2010, now why would they do that? Why why would they? Why, of all the years of Prince doing what he's been doing, well, music, why when now? you say all why, the why, years, why how would you? Because it's called a lifetime achievement award, and so if they were to do it earlier, it wouldn't really be like lifetime. Now. You ask me why they say now they've went through the greats. They've done a lot of the great black artists. They've always wanted to have Prince on this show. To them, it's a ratings bonanza. One, they know we all going to watch it. It's going to be all seen all over the place. They ain't, they ain't not going to put nobody in there that's not going to bring no ratings. That's the only reason Viacom has that channel. Viacom is not spending money to have people on there because uh, he's kind of through. Let's spend millions of dollars to spotlight him. They don't do that. They, they're a business. They really don't give a buck. They don't, obviously, BET doesn't care, period, because of what they show. And they only show what they show because it makes them tons of money. So they're never going to bring no artists up there that ain't going to have them make a lot of money. But you understand, BET has, has probably done less for Prince's career throughout than anybody. They don't have to okay, do anything so for their career. They're doing so for, for they, them But them, they're only doing now, to make money, Ken. For, for them to claim him now and, and give him this award to me, that's why I say to me it's, it's shady from jump. Didn't BET so have him play, on uh, Tavis Smiley show? They don't play nobody's videos. <laughs> well, now they don't. But I'm talking about over the years, they weren't all that supportive for, for Prince. Donnie Simpson wasn't on Prince's Nuts? And maybe Donnie Simpson. That's a was that BET? Donnie Simpson ain't there no more. But is that BET? Donnie Simpson, I mean, who else? You know was what that? I mean, look, what what other show was you there, know, it's Ken? It's all good, bro. We're going to just agree to disagree, <laughs> man. B, I got my own personal action down with BET. You know, BET needs to be wiped off the face of the planet, personally. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. They, they set black people back at least 30 years. But well, that's beside the you know, point. That's yeah, beside that's, the that point. is beside the point. So let's stay that's on, the point, stay on, I, on I, target. Like I said, man, I, I don't put stay them out of target. stock and this quote-unquote lifetime achievement award. I think there was an ulterior motive behind giving it to him now, whether it's just to coincide with a new release or something else. Okay. So I'll just leave it at that. All right. Quickly, let's, let's just recap, because we haven't gotten so far off what we were talking about. <laughs> here you were this, talking one hour, man. This is a classic episode right here let me it's just say no 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 we we both we both got our opinions 
we both got our opinions. <laughs> now, okay, hold on, real quick before we go. Let me say this. Now, see, here's the great thing. All that you just heard, it ain't nothing. Like, there's no beefs, there's no drama. My man got one way of looking at it, I got one way of looking at it, and we just keep it like that. It's all good. So, let's go back real quick. We were talking about Prince Online. There's this one little piece that we just got to finish up and then we'll, we'll be out of here. Um, and we kind of talked about it. But Prince, in terms of the way Prince wants to present himself to the world versus the internet and, you know, just mass media. Um, Prince is always the real secretive type of guy, you know, very controlled uh, image and what comes out and what we do and don't know. But with the net, obviously everything is exposed exposed and then also you have paparazzi and it's, everything can always come out there's no secrets anymore it seems like right with the net how do you think that do you think that that has any effect on prince's allure now and the myster- you know the mystique of prince do you think is can you be mysterious like that now with the internet and I, i'll let's go with big uh big sexy uh no you can't because the internet, the internet, for lack of a better word, ease of access coupled with most people's general lack of security, you know, it's hard to keep something under wraps. You know, I'm a big wrestling fan and I watched a pay-per-view this weekend and there was a, a big surprise plan and it was already online before it even happened. So no, you, you can't really keep things under wraps anymore like you could back in the day. Uh, Ken, you got anything on that? No, I agree with him. I mean, you can't keep anything private nowadays, man. Online, everybody's got access to everything. You know what I'm saying? Besides, that that whole mysterious persona that he had, you know, that he, he played that well back in 85, 86. You know, at, not too long after that, it, you know, that, that kind of dissipated for me, man. So I, no, I don't think that has anything to do with it. Um, well, let's, without getting too much into it, but just let's, let's look at Boots again. Because really... Uh, now, per se, um, to be honest, is all the stuff that we talked about, hey, he should be releasing and stuff, really is not things that we should even be aware of. You know, let's exactly. be truthful about that. Um, do you think that that harms? Like, like, obviously, we just had a big passionate debate about that. When in reality, if it was up to Prince and if it was in a perfect world, we shouldn't even know that that stuff exists. To act, to even have a demand for that, right? And if and if there were, you know, back in the days like the Black Album, I, you know, for the longest time, I never had the Black Album until way, way later, to after that whole situation happened. But if that had happened today, it'd be like 2010. You know, we all would have had it, even though he says I don't want you to have it because I'm, I'm not going to put that out. Or even some of the other stuff that we have, uh, you know, hell, Box of Chocolates is a perfect example. You know, we're not really supposed to have them songs. Obviously, he knows we do, but don't doesn't the internet isn't that kind of like harming an artist? In this well, case, me, Prince. Let me, let me Go put ahead. It like this, I'll respond to that question this way. First of all, I will say this: look, this problem we all know is not universal to Prince. Okay, you can look at pretty much any artist that's been around with the kind of catalog that Prince has. You talk about the songs, Jimi Hendrix. You, you know, you name it. Okay, there's bootleg stuff out there, you know, so they all have this issue. So now I understand from his perspective, 
that it may be harmful because he, for whatever reason, don't want this music out there. Okay, and that's it. That's his right. But I'll say from the fans' perspective, and this is all about perspective now, just like that debate we just had. It's all about perspective. From the fans' perspective, it doesn't harm him at all. If anything, it magnifies his position with us and with folks that are not privy or were not privy to those type of recordings. It just makes them lust for more of his music even more. And I'll give you an example. I was at work last week in my office, okay, and I, I'm playing, I, you know, I'm, I'm an iPod, I'm playing, got a little mix of stuff going. I got some mm-hmm. stuff from the Black Album. I got a few, you know, a few boots, you know, Wonderful Ass, Data Bank, that kind of stuff. So one of my homegirls that I work with, she's a Prince fan. Now, she's not hardcore like, like us. You know, she goes deep, deep, deep in the underground, but she's a, she, she's a, a you know, card-carrying Prince fan. But she had never heard the blackout. She heard about it, mm-hmm. but she had never had access to it. She had never heard any of this stuff. So she comes in, stops by, we're talking, and the music is playing, and she's like, what is this? And at the time, Bob George was on. The, the, Bob George had just come on the beat. And you should have just seen the look on her face, man. It was like a kid at Christmas. She's like, what is this? And I'm like, you never heard of the Black Album? And she was just like flabbergasted. She was just like, no, I never, I, I heard about it, but I never heard it. And she started listening to some of the other stuff, man, and man, her eyes lit up like Christmas trees. And she went on a mission after that to try to get as much as she could get, man. And, and that's the kind of effect that this stuff had on fans. I don't think it's harmful at all. It may be harmful from the perspective that he looked at it, but for us, man, just the effect for folks that love him and his music, you know, they crave this stuff, man. It, it just, right. it feeds them. And now, all it does is it just boosts him up. Now, I'm going to, I want to turn this around and we've done this before, but it, it begs. Let's say it's Big Ken's record. You Everybody got, can have it. And you got albums out now, right? <laughs> Everybody can have it. No, but let me it's finish. Let, let, right now. let me All finish. I can I finish? <laughs> Go ahead, brother. It's your show. There's songs you got mm-hmm. that you thought sucked, and you didn't let me hear them nor anybody else. Let's just say that. Because you thought they were terrible. And somehow, they got out there. And, you, and they embarrass you. But other people liked it. And at the same point, those other albums that you currently have they don't want to buy them because they're listening to this stuff that you hate and that you don't put out because it embarrasses you. Now, when we ask about who does it hurt? Now, for me, now say I love those songs and I think you're a genius. And, oh, Ken, are you crazy, man? That's the joint. You Stop what you're doing, homie. You don't know what you're talking about. This is the joint. But it embarrasses you. Now, if I let other people hear that and they think it's dope as well, and they like, man, this is the joint. How come he doesn't put this stuff out? I'm not even going to buy the stuff he got out now because this is way better. Does that harm you as a creator to maybe like... Honestly? honestly and look no. at it honestly. If you really thought that stuff I, 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 sucked. I, 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 check it out. I'm about to rebut you, my brother. Go ahead. No, it don't bother me because I do that now. I get the first of all, I don't have anything that I've made where I'm just so embarrassed that I, I can't play it. In fact, I play this stuff on my podcast now. I'm playing, I put, I put songs in every episode that I even haven't even released publicly. No, 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 no let's, reason, let's at slow. At the time, I thought, oh no. Right, but time, you're moving away from what I said. Hold you're, on, let me finish, bro. <laughs> you're moving These away. songs that I didn't think were up to snuff at the time I did it. And at the time, that's why I didn't release them. 
But I have people in some of my support circle here, friends of mine right. that have happened here, and they say, you know what, they're all right. Even though I might not think they're the dopest of all time, but they but, say they're all right. Now, so Ken, I, I have to I'm stop you. I have to stop Hold you. Hold on, let me finish. No, but, no, but listen to this. Stop. Listen to this. You're, you're, you're moving away from what we just said. No, I'm trying to. I'm, no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. This is a multi-layered question. No, but let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because I said these are songs that you hate and have not put out. But you're saying point. I don't you have said, no songs that I, I know hate. that you don't. I'm not saying what you've heard. I'm saying obviously he has songs that he doesn't put out for whatever reason. Now I'm not okay. saying I'm not saying you do. I'm not of course maybe you don't. But I'm saying if you did, maybe it's not songs. Maybe it's whatever is something that's super personal to you that you would never want to be out there for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. You you would say that even if it was stolen from you, you would not have a problem with that? If it was something super personal, like real personal, okay, not not just a beat that I made that you know was all off time or something. I mean, if it was something super personal, then yeah, I wouldn't want that out there. Do you think the but, Prince's music is super personal to him? Of course, it's personal to him. Okay, let's well, be then. real. But now, hold on, hold on. Now, don't don't, don't try to flip the script on me. Let's be real. Prince is a fool. Prince is a control freak. He controls every aspect of everything that he does. So he okay. knows that his stuff is recorded. He records it himself. He makes tapes. He gives a lot to people, so he knows full well that there's a possibility that that stuff gets out there. If he really didn't want nobody to get nothing, he wouldn't give a damn thing out to nobody. Which is what he does. Which is what he does now, right? Which is what he does now. If he didn't want that out, okay, it wouldn't be no tapes being given out. Here, go check this out. You know what I'm saying? Even the folks that he trusts. I'm just, I'm just saying he's. Which is what happens right now, right? Huh? I mean, that's where he is today. But most of the stuff that we talk about is when he was with Warner Brothers. So it isn't like it's his people putting it out. Obviously, there's other people who had copies of that. We never hear Boots now because because yeah. the people yeah, around yeah, him he now, does trust. Right. So, so what I, I'm saying is, even those Boots that we talk about, though, right? I would venture to guess. And again, this is just my hypothesis. I would venture to guess that look, man, a lot of that stuff he does on the fly. He does in the studio. He makes tapes so that to listen to it back later. He gives it to this person or this person gives it. And let's be real, there probably may be some folks in this organization that tells us on the sneak tip without his knowledge. That's also uh, probably, you know, probably in the mix somewhere, too, or it gets lost in okay, you know, with all the people crossing hands. I agree. So that, that, that's, that's the nature of the game. You know? But my thing is, if it's my material, if it's that personal, if it's that, if, 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 I'm talk, if I make a song about, you know, uh, you know Michael Dean got on orange drawers, and I don't want it out... <laughs> I'm not going I'm not gonna let that get out. No, I'm deleting that off my paper. But I put it on the flash drive. Sure. I'm hiding, what if I'm it did get dirt. out though? That's my point. And you but knew you it was out there. I mean, something super that that super personal that I that I'm not willing to have. Would that hurt you? That's all I'm asking. Right. But I'm saying, it, of course, it'll hurt me if I allow it to be out there. If I allow access to it well, from a festival, if it's that personal. I'm not going to let nobody get access to it. That's my stuff. I, I understand what you wouldn't do. I'm just saying, if we're not talking about you. I'm not questioning your authority of how you would handle things. I am saying, if something of yours is a value to you, and, and, and in Prince's case, it is not I, just a value, it is I his life and business. Here's the difference. Here's the difference. I got control over that right now. I, me, me alone. I understand that, Ken. Okay, so, I, so that's the... And that would, make it, that, that, that would make the question even more... That's extreme because now. then I'm saying it, things that you have control over if somebody else stole it from you however they got it would you feel one way or the other about 
everybody else liking it when you didn't want them to have it? That's my question. I'm not asking about your authority and how you control your stuff. I'm asking sure, how would Mike, you feel? Sure, Mike. I'm going to give you that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with what you just said. Well, but all I'm telling you, they wouldn't get that. <laughs> If it's my control, I know, I know they it. wouldn't get it. I know we know that. It. We understand if, that. If they're gonna break in the house at gunpoint and they're gonna dig up a flash drive in the backyard, not just buried with Mike got on exactly. yellow balls, the twelve inch remix. Exactly. Unless they're gonna dig that up. They're, they're orange drawers. But here's the oh, question. My baby, my baby but, right, but Damn. the question <laughs> is though, because this is what we're talking about. Because we, you said we're talking about well, how do we feel about these songs, and yeah, we love them. But we don't really look at the side of the guy who's creating the stuff that we love. Is it disrespecting? Are we, we, we disrespecting we, the thing because we don't care what he thinks about it? But like I told you, <laughs> it's all about perspectives, man. And that's not limited to just Prince. That's you know, when, when Prince first heard a James Brown song when he was young, he he might have not thought of all the stuff that was going on in, in James Brown's world at the time when he did it. No, none of us do that when we hear a song that we like. We just groove into what we like. That's the instinct of us as human beings and music and the effect of music on us at the time we hear it. Right. But so see, if, I, if I, I, I only ask you that question because you are an artist. So I'm, I'm asking you because you say it's about perspective. So I'm asking the perspective of an artist would have a different, I would assume would have a different perspective than a person who is a lay person to something. Like I said, it it depends on the cat. There's a lot of there's a lot of artists out there, Mike, that that do just that. I know you know you clown nine inch nails when I bring them up, but they do that all the time. You go to their site, they releasing stuff that they've done years ago, that, and, and and Trent disses them himself in the forums. They give them out. They don't care. I, I understand that, but and, that's and not that's the okay. question. That's okay. I'm just saying that's print. you're talking that's about people saying, that have released stuff. I'm talking about stuff that they have not released, and people have. That's a totally different situation. If Prince released those songs and people got them, then, then there's no problem. But he didn't release those songs. So we can't talk about things that he did release. That's why when you brought up the Black Album with that person, yeah, she can go on Amazon and order that. That's officially for yeah, sale. Yeah, now she can. But what I'm saying before, and this is an old school Prince fan. She's been around a long time. but she, she never heard it. And she never heard it when it was out floating around. Like you could go to your... Well, she wasn't supposed to have heard it though, was she? I know, no, of course, come on, dog. Of course, she wasn't supposed to. Be. Okay, well then, why would you be surprised she never heard it? it? It never came out. Of course, it never came out. But us, you know, I I didn't realize that she wasn't as hardcore as we are. Hardcore like us, we was gonna find a way to hear. Okay, I, I, that's, right. that is. That, that's all. I, that's all it is. All my all point right. is the point was that you that you twisting and transfiguring <laughs> here is that the effect that it had on her as a press fan, as right. a person who loves his music, right. was a positive effect. All it did was bolster him in her eye. And it's, it, as an interesting side point, just a couple of weeks before, mm -hmm. we were talking about his latest releases. And she has the opinion that a lot of people, a lot of Prince fans do, that we read about on the message boards all the time. And that the newer material, the stuff in the last few years you know, a lot of people think they're lacking, and she's one of them. She's like, you know, there's a few cuts here and there, but I don't feel the same with releases as I used to do when the old stuff was out. And so that's why this is a relevant point to me, because she heard this stuff that she had never heard before and immediately took her back, and it bolstered her affection for Princess Music immediately there enough that she's like, you know what, I need to go back and just, you know, I'm going to go back and reassess this stuff. So that's why I say from that perspective, it was a positive. To him, it's not, it may or may not be. If All it's right. my stuff, I don't really care because I'm not, I'm not Prince. I don't have the power, the weight, the control that he has, the money. You know, it's not my lifeblood. I just do this because I love to make music. 
Right, but I'm not, again, I'm not, we're not equating why you do, we we understand, but what I'm saying is, (laughs) so of course it wouldn't mean much to you. What what he's doing it for, the reason that he's doing it for may differ from mine. So therefore his perspective on, okay, if somebody gets their hand on a copy of of Heaven from 85, 86, you know, he might not like that. That's, you know, why that's his thing. I don't know why, but all I know when I first heard it, I, I loved it. It just made me respect him even more. So it's all about perspective. All right. But I don't think it's the point of that we are harming him. I don't. But that's just my perspective because I'm looking at it from a person who benefits from enjoying, just enjoying his music and loving his music that much more. Okay. I got you. Day dropping. Okay. What you think, man? I, I don't think it harms him. Anybody that comes at it from, from the same angle that I come at it, it, it wouldn't harm him either. Because by me listening to a boot, getting hold of a bootleg as... You know, I mean, I've heard hundreds of songs, right? And I wasn't cool with all of them, but I, I get a, a a little bit more intimate type of uh, a view of the guy's career by listening to all these tracks. And for me, then I can I can be more appreciative of it. I can say, give my opinion of it, saying, yeah, well, you know, I'm glad he didn't release this track because this track's not very good. And oh man, he should have released this track, you know. And and there go on the debates about that. But I get to see. Or I get to hear um, uh, a greater evolution of the music and how and and, and how it did evolve uh, and how he evolved as as an artist. At least in my opinion, I get to see that by listening to these boots, um, and I appreciate it more. Okay. Um, all the more reason why I wish he would kind of you know for from a fan's perspective release these things out because they would be in greater quality and and they would just sound much nicer i mean as much as we may like to dislike uh the songs um box of chocolates why somebody would dislike any of them is beyond me but you know um or chocolate box i should say we've definitely loved box of chocolates when we got to hear that because we got to hear it in much better quality right this would be true if he was to release the, any other boots that we may want to hear. If he was to release them, they'd be good quality and be able to appreciate it more. Uh, I, again, I think it just gives me a greater perspective of the guy's output, what he does, what he can do when he's just goofing around, what he can do just because he's bored. Mm-hmm. And, to make, to, and it kind of allows me to say, dang, I wish I could do that. And listen, not, not only can, can this guy release... 30 years worth of albums to the general public, but look what he doesn't release and what he could release and what, and what he does just on his off time. It, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, I don't think it harms him. I think it, it for, from somebody like me, it helps. And I think that really the person who's going out there and getting these things are people who want to listen to it as opposed to people who are trying to get something for free. They really want to listen to it because I think if if he put it out there, folks would pay. I know I would, but you know that's that's my take on it. But, okay. but check this out, Mike. Too, just to piggyback on this, what he just said, mm-hmm. and, and and from from Prince's perspective, he may not agree with this. He may not like this, but from the perspective of somebody like Ernie, like myself, a lot of the benefits of of being a a, a fan of an artist like Prince is the journey, and the journey also exactly. includes sometimes the mistakes. Sometimes it includes the missteps. It may include the stuff where we hear it and be like, man, when the hell was he thinking? You know what I'm saying? Like uh, like a purple and gold. We didn't know what the hell he was thinking, but hey, we accept it because that's what Prince does. But all of that just goes to magnify 
and 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 just amplify, you know, what we respect about him so much, what we love about him so much. You know what I'm saying? It's, that makes that I makes the bond him. between our that makes the bond between the fan and his <clears throat> his music that much stronger. So you okay. know, if he does perceive it negatively, you know, I can understand. You know, that's his prerogative. I can understand that, but. But you don't care. You know, I, I hope he realizes that in most <laughs> yeah, cases, in most cases, the fan is, is going to respond positively to that. All right. Um, I'm sorry, big sexy. Did I ask you the question on this? No, no. I'm just, I'm just listening because you guys are getting pretty passionate. I'm, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> well, I wanted to make my point, but I want to make sure you have an opportunity to weigh in on this first. So. No, no, go ahead, make your point. Well, speaking in terms of the topic of the internet and prints. Now, let me be clear. I agree with what I'm arguing against with my co-patriots here. I love these bootlegs and the songs and stuff. and I ah, can't get enough of them. I love it. The only thing I have to throw out there, and even when, and I, I'm going to look at it from perspective of, you know, I consider myself to be a musician, artist as well, uh, in whatever arena that is. And we're talking about the internet. And I think what we got to what we have to remember is uh, privacy. And, you know, the bootlegs, whether it's audio or video, if it was released, that's one thing and this and that and the other. But I think it really does come down to privacy. And we have to respect the artist's right to do with what they want with their stuff. Now, it would be, now at the same point, am I going to continue listening? Of course. I'm, I'm rocking wonderful ass all day and night. But the thing is, I think it comes down, and I always try to keep it real. If I knew Prince personally, I'd never walk up to him and start asking him about these songs. Because I know he would take it disrespectfully. He would be like, how the fuck are you going to ask me about this? You know that stuff ain't I mean, I've been in a situation where he went off on somebody about that. Um, and so that's why I feel like, I, I don't want, we got to be careful that in the Prince's case, he's going to do what he want to do, period, regardless of what we feel or whatever. But I think about it if it was me. <laughs> if somebody, and I'm going to, and we're talking about the net, so I'm going to go beyond the music. If Google, or let's say Facebook, took my son's picture that I put on Facebook and they ran it on an ad for Sarah Palin, I'd be hot. But, if I went now, if everybody loved that picture, and it, Mike, your son's beautiful, he's cute. Why are you crazy? Yeah, but I don't want him on there. Yeah, but it's great. We respect you more. Now, if I'm going by what you got, even what I'm saying, I that would hurt. Um, because that's my to choose what I want to do with it. Even though I did put it on the, now, one, I may be giving him permission to do that, possibly in terms of conditions. Who knows? But I'm just talking about in terms of we're talking about the net and we're talking about the right to use other people's stuff for reasons because you think it's great, though they may not want it used that way. Regardless, And it might not be a question of it's good or not. It's a question of whose is it and whose rights to what they're doing. That's why we're talking about Prince and does he how does it affect his career? And so I'm just throwing this out there saying that we have to be careful that we don't make an artist in this case. So dis uh, I don't know disenfranchised the word or so disappointed that they would quit making the art 
because they feel like they have no control over it, whether it's good or not, then you would feel like a slave. Like, if Warner Brothers just wants to do whatever they want to do and make Prince's greatest hits, Paisley powerhouse CDs and just take a random selection of his songs and throw them together and put them on the street with a wack-ass picture, he has no choice to go along with it. And we still may love those individual songs on there, but that may not be the way he wanted those songs to come out and flow in a particular order and just be thrown out as random crap. Even though those may be great songs and we love them. He may be, I know if that was my music that I had gave them permission to use and they did that, I'd be like, man, this is a bitch. I, I didn't make my shit to be seen like that. You know, it would hurt me. I just speak on I me mean, because I know I'm sensitive. I would be like, nah, I ain't even making this shit no more. These motherfuckers don't care about me. They just want what they want. And so that's my point is that we just got to be careful. I agree. The journey and all that, I, right. But I never want my feelings of somebody else's journey to overshadow the one who created the journey in the first place. Because without his continued con- creations, there won't be none of that stuff. And he may be pissed at the point where he'll be like, you know what, ultimately, fuck them. I ain't never going to put that shit out in the proper form. <laughs> if that's the way they want to treat it, then I'll never give it to them. I don't want it to be into to something like that. That is my that's only, all true. That's my only but point I make I, about you that. You and I can Go ahead. stop listening to Bootlegs right now, and he's going to be right in the studio right now making unsolved. Oh, he's I know I said. Stop. I know I said that's, with Prince, he's going to do so. what he does. But I'm saying yeah, there are other artists it. out there that might not look at it that way. And I'm just yeah, saying how... We're talking, we talking about the man. We're talking about... Oh, he, I understand that. Breed, so. But at the same point, we don't know how... I mean, at the same point, we know he doesn't like it, but we don't care. <laughs> that's, what I, that's my point, ultimately. Regardless of what, everything we just said, the end of the day we ultimately don't give a fuck what he thinks about it because we're going to do what we do. And I'm just saying, we have to, if we're going to be that way, then just be that way and, and don't, don't hide it. But I'm just saying, it is slightly disrespectful and we know we're doing it. And we just got to own it and that's, that's what it is. It is what it is. So I'm just saying, you're going to put it all out there, we'll put it out there. That's my only point. And so, I, and so the end of this conversation of the internet and prints and does it have an effect on him, it, it, we, one, obviously it does, because for him to come out and say some of the things he says, though it may be based on money and different other things, he knows that he has no control over the shit. And that irritates the hell out of him. Because you, you said earlier, he's a control freak. And if you're a control freak and everything you do is out of your control, that must be maddening to you, I would imagine. And everybody got an opinion about you. I imagine that'd be mad. I mean, I, I would hope he never reads the org. Because, you know, it's some hateful stuff. But we don't care. <laughs> I mean, the internet breeds that type of attitude as well. Well, hey, it's there sitting there for free. It ain't going to bother him. So, there we go. Now, anybody want to have the last word? Go ahead. Let's get it on. You got it. I already said it too damn much anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, this has been wild. This, I didn't expect the show to go one this long and be so explosive, but I think it was great, man. Uh, I have the. Uh, yeah, have go ahead. Everybody send your hate mail. <laughs> FreedomTrainOnline.com. That's right. The big can at TheVillain.com. That's right. <laughs> last, here's what I want to do. I want to I want to turn the last word to Big Sexy. He has been a true gentleman this episode. He's just been quiet. 
He's been letting us ramble and run our and shout and yell. So I'm going to give him the last word on whatever he wants to say about any of the stuff that we talked about. Floor is yours, Mr. Big Sexton. Uh, well, thank you. But going back to the re- releasing of unauthorized material, uh, there's a double-edged sword, you know, because I already mentioned the, the name Wally. You know, if something's that personal and you don't want it out, you erase it, period. And at the same time, you know, it's kind of disappointing that you have people in your organization or your employee that don't respect your artistic vision enough to leave it alone and not let it flip out there, but that's just human nature of a certain segment. Now, having said that, I have a few things of an unauthorized nature that I would be hesitant to give up. But I must admit, if he came to me personally and asked me why and told, or told me why he didn't want this out and you know, asked me to get rid of it, I probably wouldn't. But I probably wouldn't distribute it either because I don't do that anyway. I mean, you know, people like the four of us, we get it because we love it and we want to know all about it. Whereas I think the bulk of the problems come from when people get something unauthorized and then get trying to make a buck off it at the expense of the artist, and that's not cool. All right. Well, there we go. Prince and the Internet, what well, we love to hear your thoughts and opinions on this, uh, please go onto the forums or go on the site. Uh, let us know what you think about this. Uh, very interested to see what you guys think. Um, <clears throat> let's see. I want to uh, thank everybody on the show. I'm going to go around here real quick. Big Ken, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I, I love that we can chop it up on here and get into it, man. I, this just makes it that much more great. And I, who else do we have to do this with? So, I, man, much respect to you. And uh, tell us about Freedom, excuse me, <laughs> Freedom, Flavor Foundation Radio, how we can check that out and where it's at. Well, first of all, brother, it's <clears throat> right back at you. It's all good. Just nice, healthy debate. It's all the pop love for the man and his music. He, he knows that. If he don't, well, I'm saying we love you, P. You know, I just don't agree with everything you do, but I got you back anyway. <laughs> and as far as my show, Flavor Foundation Radio, you can check me out at www.theflavorfoundation.com. I just dropped episode 16. I'm editing episode 17, so that should be coming soon. All right. And also, big, big thanks to Mr. Day Dropping. Man, you really went to bat on this episode, man. I just want to say I appreciate you. And uh, what you got going, if you want people to reach you or not, I mean, what, what you got to say? Um, well, you know, I mean, I don't have too many avenues in that in that respect. And, but I do appreciate being here, you know. Um, uh, this, this type of thing with the internet and boots and stuff like that, I kind of get kind of passionate about that from time to time. But I appreciate you guys having me here. And I will say this, uh, for Big Ken's Mixers, man, y'all got to check those out if you haven't. It's some crazy stuff there. He's going to open your eyes to a whole bunch of new sounds and new flavors. Believe me. I can understand why it's called what it's called, Flavor Foundation. <laughs> All right, Ernie, my man. <laughs> Check is in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, of course, the man, the, he, he's the, 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 the voice of reason. <laughs> my man, big, sexy, and sack now. I understand you have a blog. A blog. Um, so you got to get yes, you gotta let everybody yes, know I about do. this, man. Um, one of my hobbies over the last few years, I've started to really start to dabble in the kitchen a bit. And I've seen a lot of people 
on a lot of different shows, come out with their own little thing. And I thought, well, you know, my guys here on Freedom Train have their own little solo things, and I love Mike's place in this world because I listen to that when I'm just in the office, just cooling, and it gives me time to reflect. And I'll go to Flavor Foundation to get a little bit of new music from Ken, and he's always coming up with something to catch me off guard. Like when he brought out that monkeys track a few times, like, okay. <laughs> monkeys, yep. yep. You know, and with me, I like, well, I love to cook, and I'm pretty good at it. And it's fun because it allows me to spend time with some good friends and share what I want to do for them. And it's just a lot of fun. If I decide to do a blog on it, and I've done my first one, it's um, online over at In the Kitchen with Big Sexy. You know, definitely take a look, and I'll be doing another one this weekend. I got a scallop and shrimp lasagna cooking, and uh, we'll talk about that one this this weekend. Okay. Uh, Just to be clear, what's the URL again? You know, I'm over at the, the, um, oh, Lord, I should know this. I'm over at the the blogger.com, and I just go to, actually, you can link to it off my Facebook. I'll put it there. All right. What did you say the name of it was again? In the Kitchen? In the Kitchen with Big Sexy. Okay, so it's probably in the kitchen with Big Sexy dot blogspot dot com, I think. Does that sound right? That sounds very close. Yeah, okay. Probably right. Cool. But like so, I said, take a look at the uh, Facebook. It'll be right there. And, uh, you know, give me ideas and what you want to see me take my uh, take a swing at. All right, man. And I think uh, Ken gave the greatest uh, suggestion on that. Videotape that, man. Like, we want to see the video. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Oh, and you know, you, you I've, I've been inspired uh, by my man Ken here. So I'm going to start another. Uh, it's going to be a video podcast. It's going to be uh, in the bed with Michael. And what? How <laughs> <laughs> many eyes have opened it's up? It's going to be a sex tip. Uh, podcast, hopefully the first of its kind. I'm gonna show you all the different maneuvers and stuff. So check that out. Just make sure you cover up them orange straws. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly. And my first yeah. guess is gonna be uh, Montana Fishburn. There you go. All right. Oh, so. Let me give her the blue peel this time. You don't mess with Morpheus, bro. You get the blue peel. <laughs> okay. Had to bring him one. <laughs> freedomtrainonline.com I'm going to drop this here and hopefully I say this because it's going to force me to do this and stick to this Uh, I've been hinting about the Freedom Train Live thing and the meetup well I've decided we're going to go to New York and I am trying to get this set up for the weekend of November the 12th Um, that is a Friday and there's a whole weekend there so I, what I'm trying to do is so that as many people as possible can go to New York on November the 12th. Um, I'll try and figure out uh, places where you know places where we can stay and maybe get a, a raid or something. Uh, we have Chris P's um, restaurant. Uh, we maybe set up. I would love to do a live recording. As many of the fellas can make it as possible. And we, it, you know, it's not going to be a super giant event. It's just all of us. As many people as possible come together so we can all meet face to face, you know, break bread, have some drinks, just chill, man, and just conversate. And let's take this thing 
from the forums and the podcast to the real world. And, and everybody meet, man. It's been like over almost four years. Um, so that's the, the, the goal, the plan. November the 12th, New York. I'm going to get the details together. But I want to throw that out there now. Um, and also, I want feedback. If you think that that is too soon or whatever, let me know that as well. Because this thing ain't going to work if we can't get people to come. So I'm just putting that out there like that. So there you go. Uh, all right. So we've been on here long enough. Thank you for listening, and uh, we will see y'all next time. Woo! <laughs> yeah, Mike, man, I'm I'm you so good, brother. You need to put me on fucking payroll, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you realize you realize the role I play in the show. Man. I'm the villain, man. I am. The you are the antithesis, yeah. I, hey, I am the comic foil. I'm the villain, man. Okay, <laughs> and you always come out looking like the man because it's your show, man. I want the paper, man. I want payroll. <laughs> Well, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. You see, now, now see, see, Ernie had my back, though. It's good, it's good. I like that. Yeah. Ernie, man. When, when, when we hook up, man, I'm buying you a drink, man. I got it. <laughs>